2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match, limited by state law.
3: Eight o'clock hour here on Sean R.J. Stop fist pumping, Bobby uh, Payton, with the head head not nodding. Why he- wouldn't I fist pump? They just
4: they just brought back mm. the winningest coach in the history of the Dallas Cowboys, winning percentage wise. Of course, the the most successful coach in the history
3: of the franchise. I tell you the only thing Jerry Jones did for me yesterday, he made me standing look, Ryan. He made me look like a uh, a hero to all my friends outside of the state cuz they're like, "How did you know?" I told you yesterday when they all said, "Oh, McCarthy gone." I was like, mm. "He's yeah. quietly conservative. It's not covered by the national media, but uh, as Albert Breer pointed out, uh, Jerry Jones is not the perception no of who he's made out to be. Over 35 years as owner, all but two coaches he's employed have made it into a fourth season. The two that didn't, Gailey and Campo, got two and three years. Jerry doesn't have a quick trigger. And look, a lot of times, right, you get praise for that in Pittsburgh. You get praise for that in Green Bay. Uh, but here this morning, the Metroplex is not praising 877-881-1053 for your phone calls and the text messages on the truckwreck.com text line. Would you like to hear, before we get to the Tolos, would you like to hear from Steve Young, Marcus Spears, or Deion Sanders? Uh, Either, yeah, Spears. Okay. Yeah. Marcus Spears is saying it's also the roster.
5: There's a lot of blame to go around. And you you, along with other people, I've had this conversation with, Gee, just go back and look at the last four or five Super Bowl champions. Look at how aggressive they've been about getting mm-hmm. championship-caliber players. Dallas has stood pat. They signed Stefan Gilmore. Great. Stefan Gilmore is a really good cornerback. Did we think that that was going to put them over the hump as winning the Super Bowl? No. I've, bro, I have sat on this show time and time again and told y'all that mm-hmm. Dallas roster is an issue when you get to the point of winning the Super Bowl. If we're just talking about winning games, phenomenal. They are, they are a really good roster. I'm not saying they suck, but when we get to the point of winning Super Bowls, there is a difference in what teams that have won them has done and what Dallas has done. That's period.
3: I agree with him. I think the roster is getting overlooked. Very good roster. 12-win roster props for that. They've lacked toughness for three years. they lacked toughness, and in the offseason, I would not mind whatsoever. I'll feel better about this if they make a heavy commitment. RJ, cover your ears to toughness, stopping the run, and getting a run game so you don't have to rely on a Dak MVP-type season. And if you're terrified of Dak in the playoffs, which you have every right to be, then they still need to kind of shift towards Mike's formula of what he wanted to do earlier this year. I'm not talking about full-scale. That was proven incorrect. But, But they need to balance it more for the postseason if you're scared of Dak choking in the playoffs, because Dak is going to be here. They that's tried what to I, balance it. That's what I want
6: in the offseason. They tried to balance it in the playoff game. I mean, they were running the ball left and right. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> tried to balance right it. Yeah, yeah. When Especially I, on second down. Yeah. When I look at
4: the Jerry statement where it's like, hey, this isn't just right there. Our loss on Sunday is shared by everyone here, not just McCar- Mike McCarthy. Okay, well then, don't in the same breath talk about how close you are, because that was pitiful and embarrassing. And that says that you have a... Culture-wide problem that needs to be eradicated. And fixed. that doesn't mean keep Mike McCarthy. That means well, you need to get rid of a whole hell of a lot more than just Mike McCarthy. That's what that tells maybe, me. Maybe they do.
6: Now it's easier just to get rid of one than it is to get rid of you know fourteen players. Not for this organization, you it's know. not even re- easy to get rid of one. Well, no, <laughs> just in general. Um, yeah, but look, I mean, yeah, it's it's easy to it's it's easy to point the finger at. The quarterback or the coach or the GM as it is in all these situations. Jerry's a it hoarder. That's what Jerry is. Jerry's a hoarder. He can't he, throw uh, away yeah. he can't throw away the things that he needs
4: to get rid of. Has too much sentimental value. It's just it's easier to just like it's
3: Pack Rat. That's what he is. Victor and Plano. Victor, you are up live on Sean RJ and Bobby. Go ahead. Yeah,
7: as I'm telling you, I've been a Cowboys fan for thirty years. No more. I am not watching any single game this season coming up. Because what do I have to look forward to as a fan? Nothing. What are they going to do? They're going to go get a running back on the draft? Been there, done that. It's not about just that, guys. I mean, you talk about culture. Jerry Jones built the team in the 90s, and then he built the brand. That's what he's done. He's built the brand. You sign with the Cowboys, you automatically become a star. You would get the endorsements, you get the money, you get the recognition. You don't have to try because Eggman and the other guys did that for you guys. So you're getting pay on the 90s players. I mean, this is what it is. And then finally, I mean, we've had Drew Bledsoe, Tony Romo, Dad Prescott. Obviously, we need a number one pick quarterback. I mean, Bobby sits there telling us that he'll take that over love? Seriously? I mean, come on, guys. Dak is not a lead. A lead is defined on what you do after the postgame, and that has done nothing. Tony Romo did nothing for us. I mean, it's time to move on, and I'm just so mad and upset. And, Sean, you're the real, the guy that's saying everything that we are feeling. If you get fired for what you said or if you get in trouble, then I'm done with the fan as well.
3: Because- well, hang on a second. Hang oh, on what do you, but, what do you, but what do you do for work? I mean, can I get hired with you? What do you do? <laughs>
7: <laughs> I try not to work. That's what I do.
6: I there you got you. I, I, that's
4: my kind of guy. Yeah, look. It, Thank I, you for the call, brother. V- appreciate Victor, it. Victor, real quick, by the way, I will just say this. If somebody says you got to get rid of, like, I, I'm not going to fight with you anyway i can't fight with anybody if you think dax the problem it's like well look i mean they've had such sustained trouble finishing in the playoffs i can't like you, i can't i can't push back against it like i believe it's incorrect but i don't have a leg to stand on that says definitively it's wrong i think it's going to be wrong but i don't have a leg to stand on to say you're absolutely yeah. wrong
3: i mean, think you could say he's a you could say he's a problem was he uh, a bigger problem in that game than, than the coach Hang on, Mike Tannenbaum, this is the right decision. It's incredibly hard to win 36. With that said, he needs to significantly improve
6: upon his clock management, his overall body of right. work. See, that, that just just tell me that you don't watch the rest of the NFL with that statement. Clock management, every coach has a problem with clock management. They they all do. Was don't don't da- bring me clock management. Was
3: Dak anymore. a bigger problem than McCarthy in the game? In the game. Um, That's very hard for me to answer because...
6: Or is um, the defense the bigger problem? I mean, you know, or you know, I,
3: like- Because... Was Dak pressing because of all the third-down situations that Mike's second-down runs put him in? Uh, Mike still had to sign off on the game plan. Like, and his offensive game plan was bad, and Dan Quinn's defensive game plan was stupid. So, Mike McCarthy has the final say on that. He gets blamed. Dan Quinn gets blamed. And Dak, I mean, Dak Prescott was abysmal. I mean, he was so f- off um, I don't know. I don't know who's more fault. Yeah,
6: I look. I mean,
3: but we need to have a segment tomorrow, multiple ones, if we're overreacting to one game. We really do. We we, yeah. we we We, yes, need, we, do. we and, do. And I'm and I'm gonna follow it up with this maybe for tomorrow. If they lost to say if they got their ass kicked like this in the NFC Championship game, what would we be saying? Part of our brains might need to say, okay, law of averages. If they play Green Bay ten more times, maybe the Cowboys win six or seven you know if this was a one off if this was a fluke is this going to be a day we look back on that we're totally completely overreacting yeah. or would you have a, a similar reaction if they got their ass kicked by San Fran in the NFC championship game the answer is no
6: and yeah we not in the because you know, it's progress the and NFC championship it. game yeah it's progress so you know what they got their ass kicked by Detroit the right. following week right. you know like which i mean Detroit played them pretty well uh, i think the cowboys were the better team but you know i mean And here's my other here's my big problem
3: and the big worry. And I know RJ, you disagree with this, but for me, it is enough is enough. Discipline, head cracker, be smarter, stopping a stupid football team. Mike McCarthy can't change now. No. This is a players friendly coach. And there's a lot of positive attributes to that. You can't change now and be a hard ass. It's that's done. People people know. People know whether you're being fake. People know whether you're being fluky. It's not going to fly. I don't believe. You are what you are. It is what it is. And Mike is a player's coach. That's what he has been here. So now what was his plan? What did he go in and tell Jerry when he sat down? Did he go, this is going to be a tighter ship now? I'm not putting up with no BS. I'm not putting up with any of it. Uh, short leashes everywhere. That usually doesn't work when you change. No, five it years in,
6: it does. The reality is, he went in there and said, "Look, if we want to win, we need to have our quarterback play the same way he played this year, and just have a better game. And the best way for him to play this year is to have him have me be back." Right. And there's there's evidence to suggest that you know these two guys work well together. Yes. Uh, so I, if I was Jerry, I, I I could I could easily you know buy into that notion because I, I I think that there's there's a really good chance for 12 and five next year or somewhere similar to that. And you know, take your shot. Take your shot, right? Take your chances and see what you have. Whether or not the game plan was right, wrong, I think there's certainly a possibility that you know they were second and nine, and Dak goes up to the line of scrimmage, and he sees a pass coverage defense. Is okay, let's run the ball. You know, I like that. That that's so now right. you're
3: blaming Dak for the play calls. No,
6: that's not his fault either. That's he made the right call. If if, if you go up to the line of scrimmage and they're showing you. A pass defense, you absolutely run the ball. They just didn't block or they just didn't run it. You know what I mean? Like, that, that that's, I don't consider that the wrong call. There's just,
4: there's so much that if it extends beyond, like I said, if it extends beyond just Mike, if they really believe that it's more than just Mike, then they're not that close and they need to have a semi-overhaul.
3: Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, you are next up listening on the Odyssey app. Good morning. Hey,
8: good morning. How y'all doing? Thanks for taking okay. my call. Yeah. Hey, listen. So I been down there to that game. It's just very, very disappointing. Um, I don't know why I keep putting myself through this. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been the Cowboys fan since what '92, '93, when I was about eight or nine years old. And um, even in '96, when the Ravens came to Baltimore. I was okay. I got a hometown team now, but I'm still going to support my Cowboys until they win another Super Bowl. You know, I'm not going to just leave them while they on the, you know, while you know, they're lowest. But um, I don't think that's going to happen. And now my expectations is changing for the Cowboys. You know, I don't think they're ever going to win a Super Bowl in my lifetime, maybe, while Jerry Jones is alive. And um, so I'm just – it is what it is now. I mean, I'm just expecting them to 11-6, 12-5, and, 11 and make the playoffs, maybe win the playoff game. And then um, and that's it. But um, I'm not going to support. Like, I've been to six Cowboy games this year. Wow. Five on a roll. Yeah, and Whoa. one um, Yeah, one home game this past, of course, I flew into the uh, playoff game. And I'm not um, giving my money to, to, to Jerry Jones and supporting the Cowboys this next season. Um, I, I am coming to, uh, to, to Texas next year as a Ravens fan when the Ravens come down there and play the Cowboys. But other than that, I'm, I'm supporting from a distance on TV. I just can't, you know, buy buy the jersey. All this money spent on jerseys and plane tickets, hotel tickets, rental cars, and <laughs> the, the the alcohol, the women, you know. But
3: you know, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, baby, there yes, you go. Uh.
8: So good we've call.
4: been we've been talking about this, and that is a good call. Uh, thank you, appreciate that, Rashawn. Uh, we've been talking about this a little bit uh, just a few minutes ago. Ed Werder tweeted uh, that should he not be hired as a head coach elsewhere, the Cowboys expect Dan Quinn to return as Mike McCarthy's defensive I, coordinator. I think Whoa. that that is that is, that is just a few minutes ago from Ed Werder.
6: Oh, <laughs> I think <I, laughs> mean, we got to continue a phone Yeah. Goal. Yep. Oh, look! Uh, I mean, look that considering. If Mike is is not going to get an extension, which, I, I mean, I don't think anybody thinks he should have one, but from a managerial standpoint, he probably needs one just to be able to manage his roster and his, his team. But if he's not going to get one, it's going to be very hard to fill out a coaching staff, so Dan Quinn coming back, it's probably best-case scenario because you weren't going to get Wink Martindale if you were on a one-year deal as head coach. Most likely. <laughs> Holy cow. I don't know how
3: much more Cowboy fan could take. You want to just mainline this bottle right yeah, here? Yeah, the hot sauce. Uh, McCarthy back. Dan Quinn, who has turned into the enemy, would be retained. I if, don't think that's the worst, by the way. I still think Dan Quinn's a very good coach. And Dak is going to get his extension, too. Bam, bam, boom. 877-881-1053. We'll continue with it. Your reaction to the Dan Quinn report. Then Babe Laufenberg at 8.40 as we continue on a Mike McCarthy Thursday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call
0: silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
2: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: We've entered the final five minutes of the game. Reeves on its way. Down It goes.
6: Timeout Dallas. Empty the bench.
3: That was the call last night on Lakers radio. By the way, why is ESPN like putting their big team out for... Wednesday night games, that was on ABC last night yeah. with Mike Breen, Doris Burke, and Doc Rivers. What's it normal? What's the it normal? It's like on a Friday night weekend. I don't remember Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night ABC primetime games. No, the ABC until aspect, the playoffs. The
6: ABC aspect is 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 relatively new. Um, but I always, I I mean, I, I, you know, ESPN during when the ESPN game had it uh, during the week, I always thought it was brain too, but this,
4: this is what, uh, Amazon has had an idea of like the, the rumors about Amazon wanting to get in in on NBA games. They want to create like a Thursday night football atmosphere. Like they want a standalone, like. Monday night or Wednesday night like just nobody else in the NBA is playing except this game and we want it on prime like I
3: I don't know that that would work the same way but they've wanted to make that happen D'Angelo Russell had a night the Lakers could not miss in the third quarter they scored 42 points in this one Uh, Kyrie struggled from the field Anthony Davis was good early on and the Lakers won in LA 127 110 over your Mavericks Derek Lively had a good stat line 16 and 11 Luca Triple double. He's always good. Derek Lively. Luka He's, got someone tossed too. Did y'all see that before halftime? Someone said something to him in the stands. He turned around. He went and got the security. Here, he went full on Djokovic. Full on Russ. He got somebody they, tossed at the, the Aussie. Jab? No, at oh. the Aussie Open. I'm <laughs> happy. He, he COVID told reference.
6: He told somebody, uh, what you come down here and said to my face." Walked right over to the uh, the stands. By the way, did you see the viral NBA clip
3: yesterday? Atolo sent this to us. Ian Eagle.
6: Was that his kid doing that game? Yeah, it was. And Ian did the radio broadcast that game. Gosh. And
3: he looks just like him.
6: Yeah, he's the Clippers guy. The, the son? Yeah, he's the So, a, he,
3: Noah's the son. Ian is the dad. Fantastic mm-hmm. play-by-play guy. He got into it with the czar. Bobby, who's the czar? Don't say anything, RJ. Peyton, who's the czar? <laughs> no, Bobby, who's the czar?
4: The czar, of course, is Jimmy the Greek.
3: No. Peyton, the czar, the telestrator. Zaza Pachulia.
6: (laughs) No. (laughs) good reference, though.
3: Mike Fratello. Do you know who that is? No, I do know Fratello.
6: I didn't know he was the czar. Yeah, that's what Marv used to call him. Mike
3: Fratello and Ian Eagle on their Nets broadcast.
0: Could I make one point? Sure can. I just want to say that earlier, you had a very patronizing tone towards me. I fully understand what a slip screen is. I've been doing the NBA for 18 years. (laughs) But the way you presented it initially was gobbledygook. So like the audience, I wanted you to come back and explain yourself. And you then just took a firing line on me, and it was uncalled for. I don't think so. That's at all. exactly what happened. You are
2: overly sensitive. I, to I am not. Did you have a bad day today? <laughs> it's second game of a back-to-back. The it's ride
0: back from very Philly tough. did
2: it like disturb you well, last night? that was
0: two hours with you, which is probably the reason why I've had enough tonight.
4: <laughs> wow. Your name's Ian. S- Quit being a douche.
3: This is a 12-year-old clip that somehow resurfaced yesterday. Because I, so I listened to this yesterday. I'm glad we didn't play it before I researched it, Pepe. And I said, "That sounds like Mike Fratello." I was like, "Is he still doing games?" He was Marv Albert's partner, NBA on NBC. And oh, the NCAA on Fox. And when I googled uh, Mike Fratello, it had this story. And Iron Eagle was like, "I don't know why this keeps resurfacing." I'd never heard it before. Had I you? Never,
6: no, I never heard it either.
3: A 12 year old clip, and he goes, "By the way." I was totally joking in that. No way I could have been able to tell listening to that. It sounded deadass, as the kids dead would ass, say. Man. But there he said, go. I'm amazed at the shelf life of this bit. I woke up in Portland to forty texts. I thought I thought something serious happened. A clip of me using the term goobly gook with Fratello is not what I had on my twenty twenty four bingo card from thirteen years ago. So don't fall for that in thinking that it's recent. That is not a bit. Gobbledygook. 12 years later, you can't own up to how serious you sounded there. That doesn't sound like a joke at all. By the way, one last NBA note before we get your Dan Quinn reaction. You're like, Dan Quinn, what the heck is going on? Pascal, uh, Pascal Siakam gets traded to Rick Carlisle's Pacers for a package My that dad. included Bruce Brown and three first-round picks. You know our immediate follow-up is, should the Mavs have done this with all the Siakam talk here? Well, they don't have three first-round picks I meant to
6: give. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's that seems like an awful lot to give. Am I wrong? For a rental? Yeah, he, he's a free agent in four months. And you're going to give up three first-round draft picks? Now, I think a team like, like Indiana may have to
3: do this type of stuff, you know, versus like a free agent like Siakam just going there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, because they're probably not going to sign anybody. It's like the Rangers having to overspend. You know, like, sure, that's the way they have to bring guys in or did. Yeah, but we like, wanted uh, I guess, you know, what we won the chip. The I would chip. have to
6: see what the market was on Siakam for the trade. You know, like, what, what, what was, what was, what were other people offering? Cause that seems like an awful lot. Did you, uh,
4: speaking of Rick Carlisle, did you see his quote, yeah, the other day about Laurie Markinen? Dirk called him, yeah, the closest thing to Dirk that we've seen is like, Stereotype. Is really good, you got a stay man. Stereotype,
3: Big, tall, white foreigner. Got to do it. Man. Uh, Ed Werder. Uh, 19 minutes ago, the Cowboys expect Dan Quinn to return as Mike McCarthy's defensive coordinator should he not be hired as a head coach elsewhere. Quinn has completed two of his five scheduled interviews for head coaching vacancies, and more heads just blew off in DFW listening to... To this program, let's see if we can uh, capture some of that on the DNM Leasing Hotline. Benjamin in Washington, you are on live. Before Babe Laufenberg. go ahead, Ben.
9: Morning, gentlemen.
3: Morning. Hey, by the way, do Perfect. you go by Ben? Like, do a lot of people go by Benjamin, or they all cut it down to Ben? Because you go by Benjamin.
6: It's
9: Ben. It's Ben. Benji. And Benjamin, all of them. Okay. What, we'll Ben Jammin? Let me call you yeah. Ben Jammin? Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. all, of, all, of all of them. <laughs> ben Hameen, all of them. Benny boy. Um, all
3: right, all right. We get it, uh, RJ, Bobby. Go. Awesome.
9: Sean, real quick. Yeah. MCPS alum, brother. MCPS alum. I and, just live, live in D.C. now. I, I went to Watkins Mill High School.
3: Oh, okay. Nice. Excellent. A- yeah, AU, yeah, once yeah, an eagle, yeah. always
9: an eagle. Yeah, um... But don't well, look, don't look my, my there. first theory <laughs> is now like gone because Dan Quinn is coming back. I th- thought at first that maybe um, Mike McCarthy just w- w- went into the Jerry and w- with his w- with his clever, slick talk and just blamed it all on Quinn and was like, "Look, w- w- we scored 32 points. It was we couldn't st- stop anybody." But now since Quinn is Coming back, I guess. Well, not officially if he doesn't get
3: if he doesn't get a head coaching job.
9: Yeah. Well. Yeah, but I just think at at this point I've been a fan since I was like five. I'm 47, so I'm like at at this point I'm officially in Raiders Al Davis mode Ooh. and just hope the Sun does better.
3: Yeah. That's it. Thank I, you for the call, brother. I saw a lot of Al Davis last night. People saying Jerry has officially hit Al Davis status. Uh, I don't think we're there yet. Uh, he's just a lot more conservative than people outside of the Metroplex think. And I'm I'm just afraid and worried that he was full of hot air. And I know, you know, I feel stupid. I feel naive and stupid. And that's probably why Mike Bassick has called me in commercial breaks this morning. Because he may have been right the entire time. Right that, how much does it burn him? And there's two There's two separate things. How much does it burn him to win a title? And how much does he have to win a title his own way? And would Bill Belichick have satisfied him? Would he have paid it? I'm, I'm to the point now where I believe he wouldn't have paid the salary. And he didn't want to pay McCarthy to go away for a year. That, he, that he's cheap with it. For real. Which doesn't also make sense because he doesn't spare any expense for the star and the stadium. And everything else. So those two things kind of don't add up. David and Carrollton. David, you are live on the fan.
9: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, do me. A,
3: put them a hold for one second. I love all y'all. I b- do believe we have the best and most intelligent callers in the Metroplex. Do not ask any more. How are we doing <laughs> this morning? I don't want. I can't answer it. Stop, please. If you're not. I know it's a common courtesy thing. Is it's it's reactionary. Don't ask how I, – I don't want to answer it because I'm going to answer it seriously. I don't want to go into these rants. Just say carpe omnia. Just call, carpe omnia. Carpe omnia for every phone call from here on out. David and Carrollton, back to you. All right. Sean is good.
4: All right. Here we go. <laughs>
3: Listen, guys. Why
4: did he say that? Shut
6: up. Bro. What Jesus. are we doing? Stephen A. Smith is rolling over right now. Hearing that Dan Quinn possibly comes back, I understand he has a couple more interviews, but McCarthy had to go. He had to go, and I don't – if you guys paid attention to the Kansas City Chiefs game, did you guys see when they put on swag and surf because they weren't having the energy? I think that the Cowboys need somebody in the audio team to put something on, get our hype going, and our offensive coach needs to go. I don't mind Al Harris even being our defensive coordinator. I don't understand why can't we in the playoffs have any swag. Are you a DJ? Are you, are you talking about the music where Taylor Swift yeah, was yeah. going back and forth? Yes. Yeah. You know what? And you, you see the defense on the sideline going.
9: They were getting hyped up.
6: <laughs> well, they were winning by three touchdowns. That, that shots fired
3: towards our guy uh, EJ, EJ, the, the DJ, DJ Eric Jorgensen. Yeah, come uh, on, Eric. Yeah, I mean, this, like, get
6: shippy in there.
3: I
4: love EJ. He listens. Uh, he listens to us all the time.
6: I, I think Eric EJ does. Yeah. You know, I mean. Matt in Orlando. Matt, you're next up on the fan. Go ahead, Matt.
3: Dirt the (laughs) (laughs) damn. Thank you, sir.
5: Yeah. Hey, man, I've been a Cowboys fan for like 35 years. And I got a giant star tattoo on my arm. I'm about to get it covered up with freaking Joe Exotic or something, man. (laughs) There you go. Like,
7: like,
10: like, I'm wondering, I wanted to ask you guys, like, I'm in Orlando. I wanted to ask you guys, where would be a good place to rent a billboard to,
5: to come up with something, something to, like, really embarrassing for Jerry Jones to have to, like, read every day? You know like where, where 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 would be a good place to get his attention?
6: Highland Park, go see what yeah. those billboards run for. Not near the stadium because they ain't going to be going well, there for I'll, about 8 more months. <laughs>
3: I'll I'll start a freaking GoFundMe page or something. Frisco.
6: Frisco? Yep, Frisco. Um and well Highland Park on the on the tollway right at uh the Gaylord exit.
3: Highland Park would not allow billboards, but Frisco or, yeah. or your area that right you're talking right in about, the right there.
4: Or, yeah, I mean, or like uh, about now, Cancun, something like that. And
3: Matt, let us know if uh, if you start it. Maybe we'll go ahead and uh, retweet it and put it out there on the socials. Connect us if you're serious about it. Ryan in Lubbock. Ryan, you're next up before Babe Loffenberg.
5: Morning, boys. Carpe whatever. I'm, uh,
3: <laughs> morning.
5: So Sunday at about 6:30, our season. Officially ended the 2023 season ended about 6:30 last night. Our 24 season pretty much ended. Oh, and so Jerry's going to come on here in the next couple months and sell us a bunch of hope and all this garbage. There's not a shade of lipstick that you can put on that pig to make her look pretty. There's nothing that he can say or do to make me believe it. Yep. And so one thing I want to shout out to everybody on the station is y'all all all stood in unison saying McCarthy's got to go. And and I think the fan base as a whole agrees with that. But Bobby, I'll I'll point to you directly here. Even 300 miles away in Lubbock, Texas, Mm -hmm. you annoy the crap out of me. You really (laughs) do, man. (laughs) Thank you. But I got to give you the flowers, man, because you've been on this from pretty much day one. And you were right uh, that there's nothing else that anybody else can say about that. So, I, I While you annoy me, your football IQ is up there, man, so so shout out.
3: Thank you. Carpe uh, Omnia, Ryan. Good call, brother. Good call from Lubbock. All right. I feel like the two guests that we have today can make us feel better, possibly. The first one is Cowboys color analyst, Babe Laufenberg. He said this talk last week was a joke. He said it was ridiculous. It was laughable. Does he think of the same thing now? Laufenberg, Cowboys color analysts joining us here as he does every Thursday, brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores. Good morning, babe. Make us feel better, please.
10: <laughs> Good morning. And You know, we started with a trivia question, but we have so much to hit. I'm going to make this one pretty easy. No. I, think, I want a hard one. Get, which NFL team in Texas will be playing this weekend?
6: Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not for long.
3: Uh, is it Bob Stoops' team with this XFL no, banner? No, I believe it's
10: this weekend. <laughs> the armpit, baby, <laughs> CJ. All
3: right,
10: you got it. So we can talk about other things. Uh. Yes,
3: I like it. You have the floor. Oh gosh. Uh, well, uh, actually, actually, let me start with this. Let me start with this. Yeah, This time last week, you you said, and I get it. Um, all this McCarthy talk is ridiculous. It's insane. What were you thinking after the Packers game ended?
10: Oh, I didn't wait till after it ended. In the middle of the second quarter, oh, we were right. on break. And I I said, Brad, who do you think will be the next head coach here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, when I when I said it was insane, and I, and I truly believed it, uh, that it was crazy talk. You win twelve games three consecutive years and you're talking about replacing the coach and you make the playoffs in, in each of those three years. But nobody told me twenty seven nothing in the middle of the second quarter was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh you know, I, I, I'm honestly, I, I thought he would be back even after that. Um, and I, I would, I am in favor. I really am. I'm I'm in favor of bringing him back. And I've said it, I've done naturally other shows this week, um, wow. not locally, just so our bosses know. <laughs> but uh, I, I said, I, I, yeah, I'd bring him back um, and we'll, we'll see what happens and. And and I do laugh, guys, and you know this. Everybody, I'm out on the Cowboys. I will never support them. I can never root for them. I will never watch another game. Everybody, training camp. Everybody will be asking me, "Hey, who do you think is going to be the fifth receiver?" (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) So, but I understand. I understand the uh, emotion after watching what they did uh, on Sunday.
3: So, why were you in favor of him returning, no matter what?
10: Well, just uh, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? And and again. He and Dak, we talked about this last week. I I said there are two guys in the media guide. There's only two people in the media guide who have their records attached to their name. And it's the quarterback and the head coach. And so I I think these two, Dak and and McCarthy, you you keep them together again. Remember, this was Dak's first year in McCarthy's offense, even though we all know it was similar and this and that and terminology. But, you know, I, I think you give it another go. Uh, again, it's a it's a 12-win team that destroyed a bunch of teams as the season went on. And I know you can look at, hey, there were bad teams, this, that. I'll give you a quick little stat here. There have been four teams in the Super Bowl era, four teams have had eight or more 20-point victories during the season, right? So the Cowboys had nine games this year. They won by 20. There's only been four other teams. Excuse me, three other teams. They became one of four. The other three teams all went to the Super Bowl. Two of them won it, and the one that didn't was the New England Patriots in 07 when they were undefeated up until the final game against the Giants. So while you say, well, they beat a bunch of bad teams and this and that, the other teams that were in that category all went to the Super Bowl. Obviously, this one is not going.
9: Right.
3: Now, Dak Prescott, and this whole playoff label now. I, right. yesterday, was an advocate of giving him his extension, giving him his raise. Uh, many others disagree with me. What do you say to the label of Dak playoff choker or guy who can't get it done?
10: Well, I don't want to say the evidence is mounting, but that that was not a good one, obviously, for Dak on Sunday. <laughs> for- for anyone that is of that mindset uh, that certainly uh, backed them up, um, I, I, I'm not really a believer that all of a sudden the playoff comes and now you lose your mind. Um, but it, it's just it's just central. you know the, everything collapsed. That was the beauty of that game. There will be no finger pointing because who's going to point the finger at who? The, the, the D line did not get a sack. The back end of the secondary was terrible. They couldn't stop Green Bay running the ball. <laughs> they didn't run the ball well. So who's going to point the finger at that game, right? I mean, many times you get that and you say, shoot, if the defense had just got to stop or if this, everybody was bad. And, and it, hey, I, I'm usually not one to say, oh, they were outcoached because everybody comes in with a game plan. But the offensive coordinator got coached, and the defensive coordinator got outcoached in that one. I mean, that, that was pretty evident, um, the other part, I think, you know, we talked about the defense, Dan Quinn. Um, it's a defense that, that is built to play from ahead, right? Get the other yeah. team behind. Here come our pass rushers. We're going to come get you. We got guys that intercepted on the back end. And I thought it was instructive that Matt LaFleur, Green Bay won the toss, and they didn't go in for the double dip, hey, we'll score before the half, They we'll come out the third, and we'll give them the ball to start the game. They said, no, we want the ball. And obviously, they went on an eight-minute drive for a touchdown. And Cowboys were behind. Now, not to say anybody panicked at 7 nothing, But I thought that was instructive that you're on the road, crowd's going to be going crazy, and you say we want the ball. That, I, I, to me, that's a little bit of something about how Matt LaFleur looked at this Cowboys team.
3: Well, babe, game plan-wise, real quick, Chubb. Did it seem bizarre to you? Forget about the performances and the players. Mike running so much and all the whole second down analytics stats that are out there when Dak got them here offensively and Green Bay's pass defense was supposedly woeful. And then Dan Quinn backing off uh, in the zone or off the, you know, off the line of scrimmage. Uh, were these bizarre game plans to you?
10: Well, I, you, you go into a game, and obviously each game is different. Uh, so I'm sure when they sat down during the week, you know, they looked at it a lot more than I did. Let me just say that. And they, they, they felt like, hey, this is the way we're going to go about it. And obviously, it didn't, it didn't work. There, you could go down the rabbit hole on a million things, uh, individual plays of why things didn't work, both, both sides of the ball. Um, but the funny thing was, they gave up so many big plays in the pass game. I mean, they had 20, plus, 20 Excuse me, six twenty-plus pass plays. All those came in the first three quarters because they didn't need to do anything in the fourth quarter. Obviously, so you say, well, we gave up the pass, but we stopped the run. And no, they 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 got bludgeoned in the running game, and they gave up big plays in the pass game. And, uh, and hey, credit Jordan Love. I mean, he played, he played great. Um, made made a lot of plays. Made the kind of plays you were hoping Dak was going to make. Now, I will say he did not have the open receivers (laughs) that Green Bay had, but I thought he was fantastic. Matter of fact, Mark Murphy is the Packers president who I played with in Washington. Uh, We've been friends through the years. And I I texted him after the game, and I said, well, Murph, it's nice to know you guys finally found a quarterback there in Green Bay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How about that team? I mean, they're going to have – if Jordan Love – May not be a hall of famer. I don't know, but you're going to have three quarterbacks that are going to take your franchise for about 40 years. If he, you know, if he goes another 10 years, mm-hmm. it's incredible. They are to quarterbacks what the Steelers are to head coaches.
6: Yeah, they really are. Babe Luffberg uh us here 105 through the fan. Is Jerry scared of taking the risk of not bringing back Dak? Uh, like Casey did this now he's not, he's better than Alex Smith, but you know the Ravens did this with Flacco they moved on they, the the uh, uh uh San Francisco did this with Jimmy they moved on Are, is he too chicken i, I guess to say to 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 take <laughs> the risk of maybe taking a step back and failing and but but ultimately to get the better quarterback well
10: I mean it's a good question they' all I mean, I think if Dak were out there on the open market, you, you'd see 20 to 22 teams, 24 teams clamoring for his services. Would you agree?
6: Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah.
10: I mean, does, you know, does, does, is Kansas City going to go right. swing a deal for him? No. There's a few teams like that, a few, but there aren't a ton. So I remember I did an interview with Sally Jenkins from the Washington Post mm. when Kirk Cousins was in the second year of his franchise tag up there in Washington. And I said, you, you can go a long time looking for a guy as good as Kirk Cousins. So he, he's, not, he's not your top three quarterback, but you can go a long time trying to find that guy. And look what Washington has done. Now, they've been looking for the guy since Kirk Cousins left. Wouldn't, wouldn't Washington have loved to have had Kirk Cousins over the last six years? I mean, yes, but – and I see I – don't, I don't know where you put Dak in with Kirk Cousins, and I'm not trying to make that comparison, but my point being, you can go a long time looking for another Dak. Look at, look at the Jets, right? I mean, you can go on and on with that. Sam Darnold came through, the third pick in the draft. Uh, Zach Wilson, second pick in the draft. They're, they're still looking for a guy. Um, so again, I, I'm I'm content to have Dak as as my quarterback now. The very quickly, as you know, the money sixty million on the cap hit next year. I don't know what they're going to do, but that's up for Stephen Jones to figure out.
3: <laughs> well, you said something earlier of like where are they going to go for a coach? You know, a lot of people would would say this is the greatest coaching free agent class out there with Belichick and Harbaugh and Vrabel and Carroll and whatever other names. So why not the why not one of them?
10: Well, Belichick, in my mind, would, would, wouldn't work here. I mean, the, the relationship wouldn't work. I, I, again, I think if Belichick were to be interviewed here, which obviously he wasn't, and he'd be interviewing the Cowboys. Yeah. The Cowboys wouldn't be interviewing him. Right. He'd be seeing if it works for him, for Bill Belichick, if he can deal with the structure here, as opposed to Cowboys interviewing Belichick, saying, "Hey, what, what's your plan here?" <laughs> uh, and Braybo, I, I I love him, right? Look at his winning percentage. I mean, he's barely won half his games. With they Ryan Tannehill.
3: They,
10: well, he's the coach, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, go out and get yourself a quarterback.
3: Well, he's the coach, uh, not the GM, isn't he?
10: Well, that's why I go back to, again, hire your coach and have your coach hire your GM. Mm. That's the way San Francisco did it. Mm. And I, I, I'm a firm believer that the coach, A, knows more football, and B, he knows what he's looking for. You, you don't have a GM that says, hey, here's your guys. Make them work. No, the coach says, here's the guy I want. And I, uh, again, look look what they've done in San Francisco. And uh, it's, it's, been, it's been a great marriage between Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. And Shanahan picked Lynch lynch didn't pick shanahan
9: right
3: thank you brother we appreciate it it's chaos today thanks for checking it in is. <laughs> thank you guys
10: appreciate it have a great day
3: you too babe laufenberg brought to you by johnson fitness and wellness home fit uh, home fitness equipment stores
4: i should have had a trivia question ready for babe for yeah, his right? sign off
3: man what a, what a what a mail-in that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to expound on that the trivia question oh the the trivia yeah, yeah. Thought you meant the segment. Oh, Did he no. feed you that answer in advance, Peyton, before he asked us? No, I
4: already
2: knew it. Oh,
3: okay. Nick Siriani coming back as well. And we have a G bag type controversy at ESPN Milwaukee. Final hour on a Mike McCarthy Thursday
2: continues. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?